0: At the tone, please record your voice message. Hey, Jesse. It's Brian. Sorry if I'm talking too loud. Here, that's better. My ears might still be ringing. Well, to answer my own question of why my ears are ringing, the answer is simple. I've been listening closely to the remastered catalog that are due out this week from the famed shoegaze foursome, My Bloody Valentine. Now, I should say up front, I first became familiar to their landmark album Loveless via a CD I bought from a Best Buy my senior year of high school. I can distinctly remember defending the merits of its own originality to my older sister, who proclaimed it sounded like Enya or some weird new age music. We happened to be in a car at the time, and I turned up the stereo in our parents' Buick and told her that this was the way this record was meant to be heard. The only thing about that situation was it sounded kind of anticlimactic. it was really weak and very trebly. The handcrafted waves of guitar distortion blended together like a cohesive wall. I'll admit it was more unimpressive than jarring. It wasn't the terribly harsh, enveloping experience I wanted the sound to come off as. In a sense, the sound of Loveless ended up becoming more intangibly loud to me as I kept listening throughout the years. The power of the record remained almost mythic to me for the simple fact that for a famously loud record, Loveless wasn't really very loud at all. And that's the way I'm used to hearing My Bloody Valentine records. Quiet, but with the foresight to realize that this would be loud if the technology that it was produced on was more up to date with today's standards. So needless to say, a remaster of their work was much needed. Only it wasn't that simple. The band's former record label, Creation, had dissolved into a heap of media conglomerate mergers and eventually fell into the hands of Sony Records. This faceless acquisition prevented the remasters from ever really seeing the light of day. It never seemed like a reality at all. But, as one of my favorite independent record stores in East Lansing remarked on their Facebook page when the remasters were announced, Hell has frozen over. The complete My Bloody Valentine catalog are being re-released. This includes both albums and all the EPs completely remastered by the obsessively particular lead singer and frontman, Kevin Shields himself. Without endlessly describing the differences in these old and new versions, I'll give you some abstract examples, then dive into specifics. The differences are like tweaking the S-curve contrast brightness and other elements of an image in Photoshop. Said another way, the difference is like the quality gap between a low-rate MP3 and the type of uncompressed FLAC file that audio obsessives cling to. And, if anything, the sound of My Bloody Valentine is now, more than ever, ready to be appreciated by listeners as the technology to readily play back uncompressed music is omnipresent in the form of the iPod, Dr. Dre headphones, and the reprise of maximal music. All the varying musical elements of Loveless just pop more. You can audibly distinguish between the distinct layers of music. Here, take a listen to the track off Loveless to Hear knows when. First, the original CD version, and then the reissue. I hear guitar tones explode in a million different directions allowing the bass to come off with more meaty sustenance and the drums to carry a richer tone they're loud and upfront when they're supposed to be distant and quietly powerful of course this isn't really that surprising We should expect today's remasters of yesterday's classics to take advantage of the most state-of-the-art technology, but even the simple process of remastering music offers a truly unique way of remixing something that's already known to us. This process is vastly different than, say, mastering a film or reprinting photographs, because when Shields sat down after his musical glory had long been cemented, he had at his disposal everything you would need to modernize an album. Depending on what was salvaged from the original sessions, chances are there was every individual element of the album that was at his disposal. So my question is, if you're going to modify the way we experience a classic piece of music, why stop there? These small changes to the sound of the My Bloody Valentine catalog create almost new records entirely. So why not admit that this isn't the original document any longer? It's not what we're used to. So why not create something new altogether? This has been a message from Hate Your. MC, my